um, the biggest time investment has been into Skyrim on the Switch. <laughs> Skyrim there, there on the goes, Switch. <laughs> Felix just went six to midnight. You talking about <laughs> Skyrim? Dude. Welcome to the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is episode 253, and back here again is Lock and Key. Who do I have next to me? Uh, that would be you. Yeah, I'm going to say Felix Ergood. I had to look. <laughs> <laughs> we literally just reviewed this yeah. 30 seconds no, ago. No, but I didn't look at fucking spatial, oh, spatial observation. I didn't do- <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, you old man. Who do we have above him? It's Trip Zero. What's going on, guys? What's up, Trip? And then we have our guest this week. Uh, we have Nimbus joining us this week. What's going on, Nimbus? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? Hello. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, so for all those that have been in the Discord, um, is probably familiar with, with Nimbus, but he hasn't actually made his way on an episode yet, so we're excited for that. Um, so do you guys want to uh, start with what we've been up to? Um, and for sure. We'll jump into a little bit about uh, Nimbus and then go from I, there. Do you want to jump in really, really quickly, just with some uh, simple housekeeping stuff to remind our listeners out there that Please we do. are on YouTube. Uh, make sure you, you have to search right now for the Emerging Gamer Podcast on YouTube, but search us and subscribe to us. So we can get you that sweet, easy link to follow. We've got the breakouts of the episodes that are live on there. We've got the Smash League recaps from the Emerging Gamer Smash League. A lot of fun stuff. So like us, subscribe to us there on YouTube. Also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for the podcast itself and rate us and leave a review. Thanks, Shout everybody. Out. Tell your friends, tell your mom. Shout out to, to Demos for, for helping with the YouTube work. Yeah, appreciate absolutely. You. Yeah, thanks, Demos. Um, yeah, so who wants, who wants to jump in first of what they've been up to? Felix, do you want to go, you want to go first? Sure. I mean, I can go. You, were, you, no, you stopped me earlier from the pre-show. No, I fucking will. You will. will. Oh, yeah. You fucking do it. Oh, yeah. I got it. Oh, yeah, sure. he says. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I did. So, uh, I was, as I was saying in the pre-show to trip before you got here, Locke, I, uh, I kind of have my own, um, in my head, I don't think you guys have ever, ever made this observation on the show itself, but in my head, I have my own Last of Us in reference to Trip Zero. You know, he, he's never completed that game, and he needs sure. to. Sure. So in my this. head, the thing that eats at me every single day um, is Red Dead Redemption Two. So it eats at you every single day. Yeah, almost every single day. I th- I've almost thought, every single day you have a thought. I have a thought about Red Dead Redemption Two prior to now because now I'm playing it. Right. But I had this like thought: I need to finish that game. I need to finish that game. It's eating away at you. Yeah. Um, I mean, my first run through of the game whenever it came out because I played it the day it came out. Right. Like I, I, I played actually Red Dead Redemption One into Red Dead Redemption Two, so I like finished it that morning, like the last boss mission fight or whatever, uh, when you're Jack or whatever, and then I rolled right into Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm-hmm. This is a game that I got completely distracted in, man, and I was actually hypercritical of it because I was like, this is not a game that I can finish because there's too much to do and it distracted me. And I realized right. that's just bullshit. 
it's exactly the same game as Red Dead Redemption 1. And I played that all the way through. I just have to focus on only the story quests. So I started the game back up. I actually bought it uh, uh, again. <laughs> I bought it again. I own it three times now. I bought it on um, PlayStation so that I can play with Doc Prefect because he plays it online um, on PlayStation. Oh, he does? Yeah. So I might nice. I might be playing with him in the future on, on my live stream. Um, but before I do that, I just want to play through the story. And I am now – I can – confidently say that I'm now to parts of the game that I have never played. So I'm excited about it Mm, Um, because I got, I got distracted. I was doing all the side shit, all the challenges doing all that. that, I was nothing, but I was just sitting out there in the middle of nowhere hunting (laughs) and and fishing. Literally what you look like you should be doing (laughs) (laughs) with the chair. Um, So this time I'm actually playing uh, story stuff. I mean, for instance, today I killed a racist slave slave owner. That was great. You know, like I, I, yeah, progress, man. So I've I've come a long way. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that they put it in the um, the Xbox Game Pass and didn't put it on the PC store. It's a little disappointing. Yeah, why wouldn't they do that? I don't know. Rockstar. Rockstar's greedy bastards, and they know they can make money for literally ever. No, I think it's just (laughs) console loyalty. They've had this obscene console loyalty for years. Like the what they were. Yeah, they just they just gave away GTA Five in the Epic Game Store. Oh, did they really? Mm-hmm. I scooped it. Scooped it for sure. So did I. It's the only time I ever gone to Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> check back, e- check well, back each nice week, man. Them, but they didn't do it for Red Dead. Maybe there's like a time in their mind, like a period of time. Uh, probably. probably. I mean, well, they just put GTA 5 for free. And how long has GTA 5 been out? Oh. Like seven years. <laughs> I lived in yeah. uh, four so, houses ago. When, right. Uh, so, I mean, it, and people that. are still yeah. buying it in Steam and they still have high concurrent viewers, concurrent players. So, so um, the they, thing, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. The thing that I was laughing at earlier. So I posted this tweet. There was this weird glitch. If you go to my Twitter account, anyone listening, go to my Twitter account. You'll see it in one of my recent tweets. It's, it, it's two guys clipping into each other sitting on the same chair. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw that actually. So it, it completely looks like they're imbra- one guy's behind the other guy embracing. <laughs> but then I didn't realize the bit of dialogue that's on the picture is so fucking funny. It says, I was told it would alleviate my suffering, and in many ways they were correct. <laughs> and that's what made me laugh. So. <laughs> but he's just two guys, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> One's holding a bowl of stew. <laughs> it was the funniest glitch I had ever seen. But anyway, how is the how is the online portion of that? Like, how does it compare to GTA versus the original Red Dead? I, I frankly have a lot of problems with both the GTA and the Red Dead online because of the level of grind you have to do. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's different on in in the higher. I, I've experienced it with GTA Five, GTA Online, because I've gotten really far. I had a high level mm-hmm. character in that. Right, you played a lot. And of when that, you yeah. when you get in the later portions of it, it's just super grindy and gross. Like it, it just makes me feel sick to my stomach every time I fucking play it. Like, or it, because I, so, I, so you, I have higher expectations of Rockstar, you know. But is is that because you wish it was like a singular multiplayer experience versus like I don't think so I a just game as a service I just don't isn't want it becoming a game as a service then if you have to keep up with it 
it's not keeping up. It's it's like if you want to do like minor stuff, you have to go through a lot of bullshit. Okay. Um, like for instance, I wanted to get the weed business going in um, uh, GTA. Who doesn't? And, right, and I was that's the baseline business. There's higher ones like the Coke business and like all the other uh, drug businesses that you can get a gun uh, running and all that crap. Right. And the problem is, is just to deliver weed, you have to go against the entire server. So, the, like the minute you're trying, I remember, to, you, I remember you explaining this. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to make one delivery of weed. It, it's not going to attract the attention of everybody in the fucking tri-state area delivering one bag of weed, dude. <laughs> you know, like sure. so it's it's a little fucking it's fucked up. I don't like I don't like its uh, economy. Basically, I right. don't like the economy of it. But Did I, you I see that um, I haven't played Red Dead Online enough to know its economy. Um, right. Jay yeah, Prince my only exposure to Red Dead Online was the few times that we did it. Well, we, we did Red, kinda, De- Red Dead Online we, with the original game. Right, we did. And it, we were just kind of dicking around, waiting for people to ride by on their horses and then shooting them. And it's also, we didn't, we didn't it, really, uh, to be honest with you, it, this is way more, Red Dead Online is way more developed than then it was, the original sure. Red Dead well, Online. Right, because that was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, there's all kinds of things that you can do now, like customize outfits and like... You, you, sure. You know, this is a bunch of some build camps, all that shit um, that you couldn't do. Um, but I, I'm willing to, you know, if I got a friend who's playing it, I'm willing to hop back in and try it out again. You know, mm. and if it was in the Game Pass, I would do it. He's much further along than I am, so mm. you know, maybe he'll have some insights on why he enjoys it. And I'll did you see that uh, Take Two did their like? I forget the name of it but it's like their five to ten year roadmap for investors um so people are now guessing that gta 6 is going to come out in 2023 um because this is what they did to predict red dead 2 was the that that year 2023 um take two ramps up their um investment in marketing yep by like an extra like 15 to 20 million and this is what people did when they were predicting Red Dead 2. So right, right. right now they're saying GTA 6 in, in 2023. I'll tell you what stock mm. was pretty much uh, coronavirus proof. <laughs> Dude, stock. it's crazy. <laughs> I read a whole article about, um, I read a whole article saying uh, drop EA and invest in Take 2. But the problem is, is that you can't invest in Take 2 now. I mean, we missed, we missed it. Yeah, nope. it. Like it's, it's gone. Yeah. It's mid cap now, baby. It's yeah, it's just like it's just like it was just like Blizzard stock, dude. Yeah. That time on that show, man, I should have dropped all my money into Blizzard stock, and I wouldn't, you know. It's fucking crazy. I put some. Uh, I put a lot of money into Take Two. I've just been buying like a. St- I knew you have, yeah. dude. I'll just buy like a single share every now and then, and I'm just over the time. Right. I've just been growing, you know. So. Once you accumulate a bunch of it, you're you're set. You yeah, know? yeah. You start getting it. So it's mm. been good. But yeah, that's what I've been doing and that's what I'm going to do until Ghost of uh, Tsushima comes out. So mm. Nice. Okay. Oh, I figured... Oh, Trip Zero. I figured yes. out talking to our friend Flower. <laughs> yes. And and we're both right on how you pronounce that. Oh, oh, okay. And she said it's because one is the Japanese pronunciation that was would be pronounced correctly by a person who speaks Japanese. Mm-hmm. And when an American tries to do it, they, it doesn't sound right because we don't have, it's not built into our cultural vocal, like, I don't know what that's called, but mm-hmm. she said that, 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 
that I would be pronouncing it correctly if I could speak Japanese, right? Right. But I, I don't sound right when I say it that way. The correct American pronunciation of it is Tsushima. So, gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. She said it's just it's just we're both right, but we're just not Japanese, and we can't. Just the way your your you know yeah. mouth is. We sound like assholes if we're trying to pronounce it. Is, is it kind of like is it kind of like someone in Spanish trying to roll their R's? Exactly. Or something That's like that. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And there, yeah, there's a term like a for fucking, that. You with, sound like an asshole. There's a term for that with in in speech uh, yeah. uh, science, like but dialect? I don't know what it's called. I, I don't dialect? dialect, maybe. I don't. Um, I don't know if the word is dialect or vernacular, but. You know. Right. No, it's not vernacular. But you know what your, I'm talking about. The rest of your vocabulary, yeah. or you know, vernacular is like in your own way of speaking, not like how that speech is. The words done. in which you choose yeah. your vernacular, right? Um, hmm. Interesting yeah. though. Good to know. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll hit it next. Um, yeah. I've still only really been playing Valorant. Um, it's really the only thing I've been doing since the last time that I've played. So, or last time I was on the show. Um, but it, the one thing that I want to talk about too, I'll get, I'll get in a second, which was what I did today, which was playing Destiny with Diamond for the first time in, in oh, like two wow. months. But um, yeah, so Valorant's Valorant's been good. I mean, the last time that I was on the episode, I talked about um, part of the reason wanting to play it was because it's the first shooter in a long time that like challenged me to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, because of like the game mechanics and the way like um, I didn't grow up playing the the Counter Strike style of, of shooter, so it's it's very different. But um, it, it definitely sinking all this time into it, I could definitely see a clear um, distinction from like where I started to where I am now, which is pretty cool. Um, so that goes live next week. So they're actually bringing down the closed beta tomorrow morning or tomorrow wow. afternoon. Um, and then next Tuesday, the full game releases, um, which is free to play for everyone. So it will be down for, uh, what's that? So tomorrow is Thursday. So from Thursday to Tuesday. Now, do you know um, if they're going to reset your account progress, your levels, your rankings, all that stuff? Yep. So everything goes away. Um, you, the only thing you get to keep is there was like a closed beta progression track, which mm-hmm. led to like uh, an in-game item that you get to keep which is like your closed beta reward Mm -hmm. um but like your rank the characters that you bought or or earned or the gun skins that you purchased all of that gets wiped a really cool thing that they did which i don't know if we mentioned this before is any money that you spent on their in-game currency they're giving it back to you plus 20 percent additional when the full game comes out that's actually pretty pretty cool so um i know i put in money i know nimbus put in money jay he put in i think i think all of us that have played it have put in money at this point yeah Yeah. they don't really lose Um, anything but they give back more than a normal player would have gotten so it's kind of a win-win right exactly yeah um so i'm excited they're they're coming out with an additional uh character to play next week an additional map um an additional game mode which we don't know what that game mode's going to be so that should be interesting and then um they're going to have like new weapon skins and all the cosmetics sure. and stuff so um i'm definitely excited for it it'll be good to, to step away from it for for a little bit and and go back to it um it, it's interesting because it, so today i decided to work on the um the fell winters lie shotgun quest yeah um so for all those that don't know uh there's a very very good um pvp shotgun available right now through a quest line in destiny the only damn reason why i I booted it up is so i don't miss out on it which i'm sure is the reason why nimbus is worried about it as well and diamond's worried about getting it as well just so we have it um 
So I aimlessly did the 1,000 shotgun kills by standing in place and killing a bunch of thrall and shit over and over and over again. But afterwards, um, I saw Diamond online, and I was like, hey, Diamond, I see you playing Destiny right now. What's going on? And he's like, I'm just fucking around, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you want to play some Crucible? And he's like, oh, you're really trying to dive into it now? You're trying to get back into Crucible? I was like, ah, I just want to, I guess, mess around and see what it's like. Um, And it it was a miserable, miserable experience for the two hours that we played it or an hour and a half that we played it. Um, why, is it why is it bad still? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's, it's the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because it's so interesting to play a game like Valorant, which is so focused on the PVP experience. I mean, that's the only thing they're focused on is the PVP experience. And then jumping into a game that has PVP that the developers clearly don't care as much about and then seeing the difference in the experience of playing it. And I don't just mean like gameplay wise, right? Like not just like, cause they're two very, very different games, but like mechanically how the developers like Bungie specifically, obviously does not necessarily care as much about what that experience looks like. Um, so it was just like, you know, um, lag and um, server response time like all of those things were so apparent after playing Valorant for this for this long Um, and then not to mention the other you know broken exotics that still exist broken weapons that still exist like all the normal shit um, that still exists within the game Um, you know I I, I guess I never really realized how poor the underlying infrastructure of, of Destiny really was until you play something that is solely focused on great infrastructure. Sure. Um, so it, you know, I definitely need to get back in there so I can get the, the shotgun. So I have it. Um, you know, there's only one more step of the quest. So I guess I have, when's the season reset season resets on June 9th, I think. Yeah. Um, so I have a little bit of more time to go in and do the, do the bunker, but this is the first time that I've played destiny essentially since the season came out. I played the first week of season 12, maybe the first two weeks, I would say, Nimbus, right? We played maybe the first two weekends of trials, I think. Yeah, that was about it. Two or three weekends, and that was that was really, that's been it. Um, yeah, I've only touched a couple weeks in the very beginning, and then sporadically popping in and out when I've had a couple, you know, minutes, you know, of downtime or whatever, just to kind of right. pulse on things, but it's just, there's no desire or drive to do anything. Nothing It's feels, crazy, man. It really isn't, yeah. Just a Dude, bounty later this season uh, even the story know, is boring shit i just it's so bad but like i go in there and i shoot aliens and it feels so great aliens, it, feels, yeah. <laughs> it feels so good to shoot the guns man and it, and it just There's always it, this outline though of like a cool reason to do something and that just not been here this season yeah it's funny diamond and i were just having like an off-the-cuff conversation as we were playing and that's exactly what we were talking about is like there was always something even if it was one thing, there was always at least one thing in Destiny that like made you go thing. back and play it, right? Yeah. Whatever. And it was it might have been something different for everyone, right? But there was something there that brought you back to play. And what were you gonna say, Felix? You threw your hand you threw your I hand was gonna out. say, like every single quest in in Red Dead it ends with me shooting hillbillies. And it's fucking great every time I'm shooting hillbillies. There you go. Uh, yeah. there you go. Just over and over and over again. Like and you're Preparing for uh, when you're preparing for a raid, world's first race, you're still just shooting aliens. But like, and obviously you can't have this every season. I completely understand that. But my best memories of Destiny is like getting ready with you guys to go in mm-hmm. like minute one for a yeah. brand new world's first raid and making it as far as we possibly can and figuring out stuff literally blind. 
and like having these amazing moments where we figure out and, and solve and, and overcome. That's the reason why the game can be great. But when they introduce the seasonal model of just like treadmilly routine activities to keep people kind of locked into playing, I guess maybe in a way to make the most money, keep the player base up and stuff like that. It just, it just ends up absolutely killing the vibe and making it just not a good place to be and a game, regardless of how great it feels to shoot aliens. Yeah. Right. No, oh, you're, you're absolutely right. I think, you know, as I was saying to diamond earlier, like the, the thing that kept me going in destiny for the, for the years that I played it was that like, there would always be something to chase. And when I was chasing it, that thing always led to being great in crucible, right? Like that was my path to continue to playing was grind for X weapon or X role doing PVE content, right? You always have to do PVE content to get it for the majority. Um, and then that would lead to, crucible which was always in a better state than it's currently in now so yep. it's twofold for me crucible's in the worst state it's ever been in in my opinion and then you also have nothing to really grind for in my opinion that's worthwhile to bring in yeah. to crucible I mean, they, right they killed pinnacle weapons for especially right. for, for pvp maybe in a way to make things a little bit more inclusive or accessible to people uh maybe that was a thing but mm-hmm. i can't i can't understand the, the thought process because that was one of the things keeping so many of us going during the season so many of the people that would play in our clan in our discord in our group you know yeah that's what i said to diamond you know like they they're afraid of things being broken i think i think they're afraid of things being overpowered at this point so they eliminate you know the weapons because every weapon they came out with that was pinnacle quote unquote ended up being broken every single one of them you know for the most part they just got rid of them they just fizzled them out after it they, ner- they nerfed all of them, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Break, break, breakneck got nerfed, you know, like yeah. all of the, like all of these guns got nerfed. And then they came out with like the, the, the game type specific weapons that just weren't nearly as good, right? Like Randy's throwing knife was not nearly as good as every other crucible weapon. And what was the, mm-hmm. is it edgewise or what edgewise. was the um, edgewise was not nearly as good as any, you know, so the, the Python's yeah. not nearly as good. Yeah. So it, you know, I, I think they're just they're missing the mark and the pulse of what the community wants. And I think yeah. that's something that Diamond hit on specifically in the conversation that we're having. I know yeah. that Diamond's releasing his his own thought in a YouTube video coming soon, which I would encourage everyone to check out and listen to um, subscribe yeah. to Diamond Jab on, on YouTube. Um, um, yeah, you mix that with the, the Steam servers, which, uh, and, you know, just make it a lot easier to cheat in the game along with free to play. And then just yeah. it's a mess. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Like just the just the the lag and response time of playing the game, it, it was it was honestly laughable seeing the, the bullshit that you have to deal with to play the game. It's cr- it's crazy. Um, and when I was joking with Diamond, I was like, I, I wonder how many games it's going to take before we hit a cheater. Now, to my knowledge, we did not face anyone cheating, really? which is great. Well, that's um, surprising. <laughs> but uh, we did play against plenty of people that had atrocious connection. Right, that was just like so bad to play against. It was it was awful. No, um, which you just don't get when you're used to playing something like Valorant, where I have between sixteen and twenty five ping at all times, and like you know everything is super responsive. And a um, one twenty tick rate server, and all these other you know yeah things that are right. primarily focused on connection. Where I can't where I can't blame work. anything else but myself. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the beautiful thing of Valorant is is you know the only person the only thing to blame when you're losing or missing is is yourself and your own aim you know yeah. instead of blaming the game because the game is is awful but um, yeah so uh we'll see what happens um 
next week when Valorant comes out, hopefully it releases successfully. Um, there's some things that I'm curious about if we're going to need to regrind um, to unlock ranked. So what they did with this when they released rank was you had to play at least 20 um, unranked matches to be able to get into the ranked playlist, which is good. It stops new accounts from just jumping right in since it's free to play. So there's that barrier of entry, which is good. Um, so some some other things that that'll come up, um, but it's been great thus far. We, everyone you know that's been playing it in the Discord still been enjoying it. So uh, hopefully it has a successful launch. Um, but that's really been it for me, man. Trip, what have you been up to? Uh, really, really not much besides the sporadic popping in to video games as I get bored and train and uh, poke around with how much I can get away with at my new work from home job. Uh, so, <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, a little bit of destiny bounties, but then I stopped really, really, really early on. Um, uh, a little bit of Kerbal space program today mm. for, the, for the launch. I was getting back for into the that launch. Yeah. and shooting off some rockets and playing around with some orbital mechanics. And, and that shit was fun. Some Delta V, some rocket science. This shit is uh, mad fun to me, but also probably the biggest time investment in this whole period of time in my life where I'm getting, you know, starting a new job and, and having to move, which should be done by next week, which would be great. Cause I can get back to like, you know, relatively stable stream schedule and stuff like that. Um, the biggest time investment has been into Skyrim on the switch. Like, <laughs> Skyrim. There you go, dude. Felix just went six to midnight. You talked about <laughs> Skyrim. Dude. Really good, dude. Erection. Erection. A little bit. Holy shit. Partially, partially caused by the fact that I scooped one of those, um, those switch pro controllers. So I was like, you know what? Let's pop my, my cradle upstairs on my, my big TV and chill on the couch and just jam with some Skyrim. And it's like, maybe totally dive back into the, the save file that I had there and, and explore and just kind of, that's how that I world. play it, man. Didn't, I did you, I, I don't remember. I mean, we've probably talked about it 4,000 times at this point, but did you ever finish Skyrim, like at all the times that you've played it, or have you always put it yes. down? I have, you have finished I have, the story. I finished the yes, I finished the main quest line. I tried to do a complete run on my first save ever on the PS3, but right. after finishing every single quest line, and this was pre DLC, so just base shipping game. After finishing every quest line, the Civil War quest bugged out for me, which has been like it one broke, of the big broke for a lot of people. Yep, for almost the entire player base. Um, the battle between like, you know, the, the true people of Skyrim and the, and the empire. Mm-hmm. And I just, at a certain point, one of the people like out middle of the quest, we're out on a camp somewhere on some campaign, very games of Thrones, game of Thrones style about to, you know, siege another town to try and win it for the Stormcloaks. Um, just I, the guy wouldn't talk to me. The guy who was supposed to be like, cool, <laughs> to do a thing, was just fucking big chilling. The would never even give me like dialogue options. It was just, he just wouldn't talk to me. I can't remember what causes that, but yeah, I've had that. I had that one. That's yeah. frustrating. But, Does uh, it even run on the Switch? Does it run like good? It runs pretty it, well. Man. The, the Switch can actually handle like it an older game, game too. It, yeah. it is. Yeah. Like when you, when you see like recent Skyrim stuff, it's always from Skyrim mods, which make the game yeah, look sure. like utterly incredible. But like makes sense, yeah. Skyrim 3 on 360 and PS3, like. Or I guess it wouldn't have been 360. Would have been, or was it 360? Or was it Xbox One? Uh, it was Xbox 360. Yeah, it was PS3 yeah. and 360. Oh, yeah, right. well, PS3 yeah. and 360. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was messing up my generations. Like that. That looked so bad in comparison <laughs> to like how good the mods look. Um, but it, it feels like for me, I think um, it's like it's the same thing with Witcher. Like if I had a Switch, I would buy Witcher as well and pretend yeah. like I was going to play it. 
and, and <laughs> yep. get through it. But exactly. I get through the I get through the fucking Griffin. I've movies. never finished The Witcher. Speaking of long as shit RPGs, um, even though I love it every time I'm in, I just I stop at a certain point. I did a yeah. uh, lock. I did a 100% trophy on Skyrim. I got right, right, right. I remember on the achievements. Yep. You also did the um, the uh, did you do the the playthrough where you just walked organically? Through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My proximity playthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if bastard. I completed that save file, but I definitely packed like four hundred hours into it. It <sighs> takes takes a real long time to like walk around. Well, sure, if you're just walking places, I'm not <laughs> using the fast travel. It's I didn't use fast travel at all. Oh right. my gosh, I yeah. love it. I'm doing that tracking your steps. I'm almost doing that. In, <laughs> yo, I'm almost doing that in Red Dead. Almost Red Dead Two. It's kind of hard. Like it's a really gigantic map, so right. I have to fast travel between the two major cities on either end of the map because like, it's just it's bad. I'm only fast traveling in my current Skyrim playthrough. If I like, if I get deep, deep, deep into a hole with one of the new expansion pieces of content, which is building. And like designing your house, kind of. Uh, you need a lot of materials to craft all the bullshit that just gets set up inside there. Yep. So at a certain point, I'm like, fuck it, I'll just I'll go to the city and, and buy an entire you know blacksmith's inventory and then flash travel back and just work on this. But normally, I'm very big into like I do ride a horse. I don't walk. I'll ride a horse though and just try to like actually have real game time between. Yeah. I'll get to a place. It'll be night. I'll like I'll eat some food. I'll buy some food from the person. Eat some food. Go to sleep. Get a room. I'll just like try to like live that that actual yeah, like trip this sure. the secret for the house building shit is to um because i'm already bored of it but uh, continue no i was just going to tell you like you <laughs> you you want to like basically farm the um the mines that's what it is oh yeah yeah you, far- that's true. you farm the mines that's yeah it's just uh i mean at a certain point um for the house i thought it'd be a lot deeper than it is because all you do is essentially like you go through a lot what is like a magazine and you pick the design that you want and it gets like put onto your carpenter's bench which you then just need to have the shit in your inventory and click it and it says all right here's the foundation here's the walls here's the roofs so it just becomes a big fetch quest to build a house and so i was like yeah you know what i'm this honestly yeah you can't you can't really customize it and make the house look the way you want it to look yeah yeah it has preset designs yeah, I'm going through. I finished the Thieves quest entirely, which is pretty cool. Um, just just bopping around, being being a Nord up in Skyrim. Big chilling. Big chilling. So what is, um, if you don't mind me asking, like, what is, what's the channel look like for you now? Like, Destiny has always been your oh, staple, right? Yeah. Like, it's been your... Um, That's a good question, yeah. yeah. Your thing, right? Um, as, as it's been for all of us. Yeah. It's, um, it's, but as, like, a content creator, like, what's going on in your mind with, with Destiny in the, in the state that it's been? A lot, a lot's going on, because there were a lot of people that watched uh, for Destiny stuff. Right. Um, I feel like it's kind of a, a, a double-edged sword. Like, they're not watching anymore, because Destiny's not where it is anymore. So it's like there's a lot of mm. amounts of not caring. Uh, going around sure. but i feel like i'm going to try to make a pivot into more variety stuff anyway like i'm going to okay. be doing breath of the wild when i come back just to kind of like you know okay. use the controller some more and have you know some more fun playing the uh the game dive back into that world because i did that on the switch too and i just forgot how amazing and incredible the game felt so i'm going to go with that fucking switch man it's really really good um and i have been toying with the idea of doing last of us for last of us part two. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna try and sell you on it you know you need to play it so i know, I need to play it. <laughs> uh, go to tsushima in july 
Very excited about that. That'll be on the stream. And then uh, September is going to be massive with with Tony Hawk that I'm excited about. And uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 finally comes out in September. And I will be playing that even if I was doing Destiny daily. So I figure why not just like lean in real hard to the variety stuff. So that's probably what I'm going to try and do. Nice. Dude, I cannot wait. For Tony Hawk, it's gonna be so I'll just good. Tell you I, how, I hope it's how so good. goddamn excited I am for Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, like yeah, I, oh, fa- I found out, I thought Locke that I had played one and two, but I think I, I exclusively played only three. Really? Yeah. I, I played one. Good. Yeah, three's still good, but I played one with my blue N sixty four card because oh, it was man. it was the color blue, right? And then Tony Hawk two was yellow. And I played it on N64, and I also played the PlayStation versions. I used to play the shit out of that game, man. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. If it's hot garbage, I'm going to be so... I'm going to be hurt. Well, are they changing Truthfully. anything like... Are they just uh, like fixing the graphics and making the graphics better? Or are they actually changing yep. like the physics engine and like all the other kind of... No, that's the only thing they adopted. The s- uh, I think yeah, that's yeah. the same. I think all of that's the same, but they're, they are... like All the maps are not just... I think it's hard to say up res because they look so much different, so much yeah. better, but they all are the same maps. Um, no, I watched the documentary. They rebuilt it. Oh, it's all new assets. Oh, wow. It's all new oh, assets. So all the, okay. is rebuilt. They wanted the to keep old- it. So like the physics will yes. be, Eve, I think if there's like, there was, there was definitely some floatiness in there. I think they were implying that that kind of feel and vibe will stay. So that the game feels like it did. That's the because, only I mean, thing that right. that's the only it's, code they said they took from it. Yeah, it's a nostalgia, you know, grab for sure. But uh, uh, bring it on, please. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys going to get it on Windows? You guys going to play it on PC? Or are you going to get it on? I mean, I probably should. I just buy every. I should just buy everything on PC. But I might play with a controller. Oh, I'm oh, yeah, for sure going to play with a controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do it on. Could you imagine that with a mouse and keyboard, <laughs> trying to yeah, trying oh, to like spin and stuff? <laughs> be tough. You to, yeah, you have to spin the board uh, with your mouse. Yeah, dude. It becomes like a tech yeah. deck. You just like tech deck shit on <laughs> your. Uh, <laughs> just like line up like five oh, keys, God. like wherever you are in the key is like where it goes. And it's also pretty dope that they're doing the characters in that game are going to be the older versions of themselves. Yeah, dude. Dude, I cool. And I went on such deep YouTube rabbit holes watching Rodney Mullen do the oh, most dude. like street shit. Do you follow um like I follow so many skateboarders on Instagram. I have for years. Like if you if you don't follow Tony Hawk or Bucky Lassick on Instagram, you absolutely <laughs> should. I got that a whole bunch after the show. Dude, I like ha- my half of my feed on Instagram is just is is all skating. And I don't know how it got that way, but like since <laughs> I actually remember John or er, er, Menti from Fireside was mm-hmm. always always a big skateboarder and he okay. like started yeah, watching cool. skateboarding again. Like he wasn't skating, but he was watching skateboarding and he was like, "Dude, you just follow skaters on Instagram." So I just did it like one day on lunch break and now I've somehow gathered like two dozen skateboarders and half my Instagram feed is just skateboard <laughs> tricks. It's so <laughs> funny. But like, yeah, like, um, Daewoo song is a great person to follow on, on Instagram because he does like still does absurd random tricks with his skateboards. Um, so good. I'm glad, I'm glad getting back on topic. I'm glad that you're, you have a plan for, for what you're looking to yeah. do for the channel. I'm excited to get um, back in. Like I said, hopefully this week coming up when I'm in the new place and things are stabilized, I can just, hit it real hard after work and get a get back to our roof. That's awesome. Um, let's hit the guest, man. Yeah. The guest, dude. Right. Um, 
before before you hit like what you've been playing because i think what you've been playing is going to hit kind of like your channel i guess i kind of wanted to give you an opportunity to share a little bit about yourself to to those that listen to the podcast that might not either be in the discord or know who you are like a little bit of your background and then kind of lead into your your channel and where you're at with your channel uh yeah sure so um I kind of got into all this through through Diamond, really, uh, because me and Diamond worked together, uh, I want to say, a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, me and him started talking about games and stuff and how we were both really into it and started playing on Xbox. And through Destiny, you know, we became good friends and everything. Um, and then I eventually ended up building a PC because I never had a PC up until, I want to say, like a year and a half ago. Uh, honestly, right. it was when I, I really, you know, got into everything. And uh, since I switched to PC, I didn't know anyone besides diamond and he you know introduced me to everyone here and like the eg crew and all this kind of stuff um so that's how i kind of got integrated into, into all of this um but yeah i mean other than that um i'm just a full-time student playing games streaming doing that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. just having fun with it and you recently recently reached affiliate right on twitch i did yes i did so nice um, dude congrats on my main congrats, goals. thank dude. you yeah well that was like that was kind of like one of my main goals for this uh for this year. So to hit it, you know, halfway through already is pretty, pretty exciting. Awesome. And what have you, what have you been doing on the channel? Like what games have you been, been playing recently? So recently it's been kind of like similar to, to you and trip, to be honest, is, you know, moving away from destiny and trying out new things. Um, Mm. so I've been a lot of Valorant just because that's, um, for, for those as well that are listening that don't know too much about me, I'm more towards the PVP side of things. Um, you know, I played Halo and stuff like that when I was younger and loved to play like, you know, games somewhat, you know, competitively and everything. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Valorant. Um, I haven't touched destiny really. Uh, sea of thieves has been something that I've been, we've been playing a lot recently, which has been really fun, uh, to have, to get back into that game and to just, you know, relax, go sailing and do some like, you know, stupid stuff. Shoot yourself um, out, of a, out of a cannon. and under- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just ship. blow up some ships or something. Uh, so I've been playing that with Channing and diamond as well. Uh, we've had that uh, Crucible, the Amazon Games Studio Crucible. Uh, right. Been playing that a little bit as well because uh, I was lucky enough to get into early access for that and do some play testing for them and you know talk with the devs. So that's been pretty fun. Um, and that's really about it. Mm, nice. So what um, before I, I guess before because we can probably segue nicely into the Crucible article that we have here. What is your what is your experience been like with? crucible through the partnership program through early access and kind of like where you're at with it with it now as as one of your your games in your channel it was so the it for me it was very smooth um it was very uh like eye-opening being able to talk with devs and kind of see the behind the scenes a little bit about what goes in and like the thought process that they have um so it was cool to kind of get that that backstage look and talk with them and meet a bunch of people and kind of just play the game um I really enjoy the game. I think it has a lot of potential, a lot of fun. Obviously it had somewhat of a, a rocky start, you know, when it yeah. got released. Um, but from my perspective, I think the game, I think it plays well when it's running well, if that makes sense. Um, sure. Because there is some glaring issues with it that should be addressed. And, you know, being a partner and being able to give that feedback directly to the devs and stuff is, you know, pretty good. So they, they do, understand it like they hear it loud and clear and stuff so um but yeah for for me the the whole process has been pretty pretty like it's been a good experience Um, but i can definitely see from a new player perspective how you know that whole launch day and can put like a bad taste in their mouth and stuff sure 
Sure. Um, so what, like your transition, like what was your transition like from early access to launch as a player, like take away the partnership aspect of it. Like as someone playing the game, was your experience drastically different from like the early access build to the full release build? The build itself, like in terms of just like how the game ran was very different, which surprised, like surprised me a lot. Um, Cause I remember uh, jumping into it, getting ready to the stream that whole time I was playing it before, I was running, uh, I, I usually run every game on like low graphic settings regardless, unless it's like right. an adventure game, just so I can get the max FPS. Sure. Um, so I put it on like, you know, the lowest settings, V-Sync off, uncapped frames, and, you know, it was getting around 100 FPS in game. And during like a team fight where there's a lot of stuff going on around like 80. So, right. you know, for, and for a game with, you know, the size of the map that it is and all the graphics and textures and stuff going on, that's, you know, somewhat good. I don't have a crazy powerful PC. Um, but then going into the actual game launch, I couldn't do anything unless I had V-Sync on and it was, I had it capped at like 60 FPS. And I, even at that point, I wasn't even getting that much. I was getting like 30 or 40. Um, mm. So something Big in terms of like, yeah, like something going into like the actual game release, whatever build that they put out, something must've changed with the optimization. I don't know, you know, obviously what, but something caused the graphics and the optimization to just plummet, like just take a dive. Um, and I don't know if it was because of like population, you know, if so many people trying to get in, I don't know why that would affect, you know, FPS and stuff. But, um, so in terms of, you know, taking the partnership stuff out of it and my transition from playing a, a test build to a, the full release build, it was, it was drastically different. It was like not to, you know, rain on them, but it was, it was much worse. <laughs> you know, than the test build. No, I mean, you, you gotta be honest, even a, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I mean, yeah. for a few reasons, right? Like you, you want them to get better if you enjoy the game, right? So you have to give them the feedback. But yeah. even as a viewer, like I watched your gameplay, right? Like on that first day before release. I was in your stream that whole day and I watched all of the gameplay that you had. And then on release day, I watched both you and Diamond play and it was visibly, it was noticeable how different the game ran for you guys. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, it was very easy to see. So, um, but I mean, realistically, is that very different than goddamn every single game that comes out now? Probably not. <laughs> exactly. It's not, an yeah. excuse, it's not an excuse, right? Because they should be able to release a game in a state that's playable, but um it, it, it is interesting um, to see such a, a drastic difference in, in optimization. Um, yeah. So it, one of the first news points that I wanted to bring up to segue into this is, is uh, a Forbes article written by um, none other than our favorite Paul Tassie, um, who is a, de- a de- destiny, <laughs> we love Paul mostly Tassie. destiny um, he's, he's, uh, writer. He's been going hard with this uh, almighty crashing into the he earth. has been. Uh, yeah he has <laughs> been. talk about the destiny side story for a second like um, filtering his images to make sure we can know that it's it's there visible in the skybox and i'm like okay okay paul okay paul thank you he's thank he's, you. he's grasping man he's grasping oh, he's, for something look, yeah, he's got to keep his job he got it look there's a mortgage he's got a family i understand you're right um so he, he wrote an article um and the headline is Amazon's big budget crucible is putting up worse numbers than Battleborn did on Steam. Right. So um to unpack it a little bit because I don't think the title is necessarily fair. Um Crucible is for all those that didn't listen last week where we unpacked it a little bit more, um, is very easily compared to Battleborn, which is a game that that died um because no one really played it. Um, yeah, if you weren't around for the launch of that game, I doubt you would even rem- like recognize the name. 
You wouldn't. Yeah, if you weren't around for when it first came out and maybe the f- couple of months after before it was barely holding on, you probably would have no idea. Yep. And there's a lot of reasons that Battleborn failed, but a big one was that it came out against Overwatch, right? And a lot of people compared them uh-huh. to one another, even though they're not the same at all. Paragon um, battle- was uh, the same way. Oh, sorry. Paragon, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Paragon, right. Paragon, Paragon again. Was yeah. Same issue. And I don't even think of conversation the three of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard um, of that. Paragon, you, it, it's fine. You would. Yeah. <laughs> Epic Games um, dropped it for Fortnite, so that's why you don't know about it. <laughs> right. And, um, but Crucible is more aligned with Battleborn in terms of hero based PVE, PVEVP, right? Player versus player in a PVE environment with different game modes on top. Um, but the reason why I bring up this article is not to necessarily bash on the game or the numbers, but it's something that I felt leading up to the com- our community playing it, which was Paul makes a point to say that there was almost no um, like Amazon backed promotional stuff going on for Crucible, which I found to be extremely interesting, right? Like before Diamond and you Nimbus were realistically tweeting about it constantly blowing up my feed, I would have no idea that this game was coming out. Right. Like I didn't see any promotional tweets from them. I didn't see any articles about it. I didn't see any commercials on Twitch, their own fucking platform. I didn't see any commercials. Right. So if it wasn't for you, Nimbus, I know you saw the first tweet that got you guys into the Crucible Partnership Program. Um, I would have no idea that this game even existed, which seems like such a huge miss from a company as big as Amazon. It's their first, if I'm not wrong, their first game that they've produced right their first amazon back yeah, game yeah. um and they have the biggest gaming platform under their umbrella that they did not utilize um so what like to that point like do you guys said you guys have a similar experience with this with crucible in general um did you guys see advertisement for it were you like under like did you did you see it on twitter or twitch or anything like that am i off base or was your experience the same no, you're you're 100 percent on point with it. The the funny thing is that um, I believe it was posted because me and Diamond are also in like a closed Discord that was for like the testing and stuff like that, so we could gotcha. communicate with people. Um, I believe it was in there. I don't remember the exact context or the the exact um, you know words that were used, uh, but it was something along the lines of that they purposely did not advertise it before launch. Um, I forget the exact reasoning behind it, but that was actually something out of concern because when I know when me and diamond got in there, you know, there was a lot of people that were in there that were like, you know, we had, we got in the week before it was launching and they've been doing this play test for two years with some of the people that are in it. And people are like, how did no one know that this game was, you know, being developed or getting ready to come out. Even uh, diamond asked them if they were at PAX, uh, PAX East. And they said, yeah, we were, but they were in like some little corner in this tiny room with like, you know, a tiny tent or so, you know, set up right. where, right, right, right. you know, you think Amazon, if they want to advertise it, they'd buy the biggest section in the middle of the biggest floor and, sure. you know, have this giant setup for at least something bigger than just, you know, the hotel business meeting room. Um, right. So yeah, the, in terms of the advertising, everything, we also found it very interesting because there, there, I would have never known about the game unless I, and if, if I never accidentally stumbled upon a tweet, there was no right. Twitter advertisements, no Twitch advertisements to your point, which, you know, they own it. So why not advertise it all over there? Um, right. The only time I started seeing that was after the game released. Once the game released, right. almost every ad before, like pre-roll ad before 
a stream was crucible. Um, yeah. but at that point, you know, it's kind of already too late, uh, cause you kind of shot yourselves in the foot beforehand with, you know, the, the bad no hype. Yeah. There's yeah. No and that hype. too, I think, yeah. um, at the time that the article was written, I think he, he puts in how many people are watching it on Twitch. Um, so at the time that he's writing the article, Crucible has 855 people watching it on Twitch. Yeah. Sub 1000 people are watching the game on Twitch, which to me is just bad marketing because I don't think the game is bad. Right. Yeah, like I haven't I played agree. it yet. I haven't I haven't booted it. I haven't played it, but I've watched a lot of it in both of your streams. Um, and it's a game that I don't know if I would enjoy playing because I haven't necessarily played it yet. But it's a it's a game that I did enjoy watching. So I would watch people play it. Um, so the, the idea of of holding back to advertise until after the game comes out, I don't know if I necessarily understand the, the thought process. Felix and, and Trip, was your experience the same? Did you have any idea that exactly this the same. was coming? No out? idea. It was right. only Diamond and Nimbus. Never talking heard about of it, it until yep. we talking we about their experience about and mm-hmm. and yep. it kind of had the the advertising now kind. Of, I feel like kind of had the reverse effect of what you would want because after. I mean, the Steam reviews got bombarded with, you know, terrible reviews of people saying it's an awful game, don't play it, you know, mm-hmm. not optimized, all this other kind of stuff. And now that it's being advertised, all, you know, they're throwing all this advertisement out and on Twitch everywhere. Now everyone's seeing it and being like, oh, that's that game I heard of. That's awful. And I should never sure. touch it. You know what I mean? Sure. So if anything, now, you know, not doing anything until the release date kind of, you know, had the reverse effect of, all right, well, now you're telling everyone what game they shouldn't be playing because they know of you know all these issues that were you know coming from the launch day and just the first week in general it's a good point like if my if my first if my first exposure is is reading the steam reviews for whatever reason that i landed there the first thing that i see is the steam reviews and then i see an article for it or i see a, a trailer for it they've already lost because my my first assumption is reading all of the negative reviews exactly yeah. which again bad optimization is a problem i don't want to play a game that's not that's not optimized but that doesn't you know that's it, not saying that the game itself the core gameplay is not fun which watching you guys play it the core gameplay loop does look fun right yeah. um it just baffles me to think that someone somewhere most likely someone in a suit made the decision to say, no, we need to wait for launch day to start advertising this on our own platform, Yeah, which is the wild thing. I watch <laughs> yeah. bounty paper towel commercials. Yeah. yeah. I watch Josh OG accidentally spill his G fuel or whatever energy drink yeah. he is nowhere near his keyboard and then pick it up with bounty paper oh, towels. God. But I don't see an advertisement for a game that you are making yeah, maybe like, maybe there was a huge mistake maybe there was a, a conflict of interest with who uh because amazon owns twitch and where's like, the where's the conflict i don't know i, I mean unless know. unless there was some weird clause in some big advertising contracts or, or that said they you can't thought your that, own game, yeah, but that, that would it, be they would look like they were playing favorites towards their own shit maybe i don't know yeah, I know. Um, I mean, I think they do whatever up. they want. Yeah. No one's going to stop going to Twitch. No one's going to stop throwing ad money at Twitch just because they decide to throw their own advertisements in. You know. Also, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a PvP game, right? Uh, Mostly PvP, yeah. yes, but there's PVE elements to elements, it. Yes. But so it's it's a PvP mostly game with PvE elements. 
the name Crucible doesn't really like doesn't that isn't that problematic? <laughs> There's a whole <laughs> game mode in Destiny that's PvP that. Pl- that yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I don't Crucible. know the lore at all to right. why Crucible right. is called Crucible. To be honest, I, and we can probably Nimbus may be able to share some yeah. sh- shed some light on it. But sure. I, I mean, in terms of, of recognition, yes, if you say the word Crucible, the majority of people are going to think Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then right. they're going to think of a standalone game. And did they not yeah. know that when they decided to create the name? I mean, it's like so. I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of the funny thing too, because one of I don't know if it's still up there, but it was one of the most upvoted Reddit posts within the first week of like on the Crucible Reddit, and oh, it really? was yeah, it was talking about how the game was almost impossible to find any information for because when you type Crucible into any Google search, the first thing that pops up is mm. Destiny Two Crucible. And on top of that, yeah. the the characters in their game, they call them hunters, which is a character that you can play yeah, in Destiny 2. So dude. if you if you look up Crucible Hunters, it just brings up Destiny 2 Hunter. If you look up Crucible, it's just Destiny 2. If you look up Hunter, you know, Hunters is just anything else. But yeah, like so people were saying, I have to put like Amazon Crucible, play Crucible Hunters, Crucible Amazon oh, to get dude. it to come up. That's what That's I just had to do to find you know, gameplay. Terrible. Yeah, exactly. So it was like this, it's this huge, like, you know, almost like misdirection where you get sent to this completely different game whenever you try to look up anything about this game. And I, I have no idea why it, um, it was named that diamond might know. Cause he kind of dove into the lore a little bit more. I know he talked with, I believe he talked with one of the developers about like some of the lore about the characters. I don't know if they went over anything about like the name of the game. Right, um, right. But f- from what I'm concerned, I, they just, they just named it that that's just what they, mm. they thought were <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, this goes back to my theory that one of the biggest problems with a lot of developers is they're developers only and they barely have time to play games. So they don't, they're not playing other people's games to know what the, the, the you know, uh, we talked about it uh, with your, um, uh, your bro- uh, brother-in-law. Lock. Yeah. He he talked mm-hmm. about how uh, PHL collective. he worked yeah. quite frequently in a bubble and didn't yeah. see any other content and didn't know what was out there um, because he was just working for months on a particular title. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, they talked. They talked about how he talked about how I forget what developer he was working with at the time, but they created a game and they've been working on a game for months and months, if not years. And it wasn't ready yet. And then some other bigger developer released a game that was almost <laughs> identical to it. And then they had to scrap the whole entire project. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the details around it, but yeah. it, it's, it, it reinforces the point that you're in, you're in your own ecosystem that you don't have a lot of time to invest outward into the broader yeah. Yeah. community. Kind of going off of that too. Um, when we were talking about it, the game was originally supposed to be a battle royale. That's right. it. Cut and dry battle royale, you know, nothing different about it. Um, and then they switched it up. Uh, they didn't tell us how far in development they switched it to, you know, to be, uh, you know, more, you know, PVE element type game and have this, you know, these bunch of different game modes. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, that's, I feel like that's what a lot of people had intentions of, of it being it was just a straight up, you know, like battle royale game mode where you just dive in and they have that mode, but that's not, you know, the main focus of the game anymore, which is, you know, another thing that, you know, might've threw piece through some people off first, you know, jumping into the game and seeing like what was going on with it. 
Right. And another, I think the other, Oh, what were going to say? I'm sorry. No, sorry. I, I had a second point and I, I kind of forgot it, but, uh, um, what diamond, I saw diamond say it in the chat as well. They, when they released the game and we've talked about this, they released it and called it a full release. They said, this is the game. This is how it's going to be. Uh, versus when you go into the game, and you learn more about it. The game is technically in its preseason is what they call it. So the, mm. it's not like the actual, like the seasonal releases where you get more content and stuff. That's not, this is still like a testing phase for them. So if they would, I think if they would have communicated that as well, like, Hey, this is like, or released it as a beta, you know, like still in beta phase, like many, like Valorant, for example, you know, sure. two months it's been a beta and, you know, they've learned all these different things, change things on the fly. See how people react to it. Um, that's another thing too, that I think that they should have communicated a little bit better. Right. It's, 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 um, there's another point that I want to bring up, but when you mentioned Valorant, Valorant used Twitch's Amazon's platform, yeah. Twitch better than they use their own platform. Oh God. So much right? better. Like, so much. Better. <laughs> and I know there's a ton of ton and tons of problems with the Twitch drops and all the things, <laughs> all the issues that caused with that. Still, but it got the game in front of a lot of, I was about to say, it, it right. makes the hype it, it, you know? it in front of a lot in, of people. In a sleazy and kind of way. Yeah, maybe, Maybe, <laughs> but there was the other thing that I think Crucible failed on was there was a lot of big name people that fell under the Crucible partner banner that didn't play it on the first day. Yeah. Right. Like there were a ton of people. I mentioned Josh OG from the, the, the bounty paper Bally. towel commercial. Um, there was uh Sacriel or I forget how to pronounce his name. He was a crucible partner. Mm-hmm. Um, crafty. Uh, was a, was a crucible partner. Um, this was a crucible partner. All of these guys played it on like day three or four after all of the hype was, you know, like, I mean, I guess maybe the first week you can say is it's all hyped up, but they weren't playing it the first day. And I think Amazon definitely has the money in the pocket to pay these guys to play it first because it's a marketing strategy to have these guys play it the first day and create hype around it. Whether or not you want to say that that's a bad business practice doesn't take away from the fact that it works. If you you have all of these people playing it in the directory, it gets it to number one and that gets it in front of more people that then play it. And then it's up to the game to keep them there. Right. But now you have people that don't know what the game is to even get them to the game. And you throw in all these other things about how you can't even find it in a Google search because you have to type in some, you know, like doctorate level search to find what you're looking for. Incredibly terrible SEO. Um, (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, So uh, like, and and there were a ton, I think they, they, they made all of these top streamers partners and gave them early access and, and allowed them to get into the game, but they didn't give them any reason to play it. Right. Besides the fact that maybe they were somehow obligated to play it within a certain time frame, Um, throw money at them. It worked for Apex. It worked for like a million other games. Right. Those games were also good. But like, you know, when you have Ninja playing the game from minute one, you get 100,000 people watching the game. Yeah. Um, to, to the article's point, uh, it peaked at 12 or 10,600 players on Steam was its peak. Hmm. Um, within a week, it fell to 4,400 players, making it the 188th most played game within five Yeesh. days. It went um, down to 188 on Steam. Um, 
So uh, my hope is, from what I watched, that Amazon continues to invest in it. I think they have a lot of reasons to invest in it. Um, I don't think it's it's worth to, to fall by the wayside from from what I've watched. Um, you know, I plan to, to hop in myself in the near future and, and test it myself. But um, I think I think it's a good lesson for Amazon Studios to learn for for future projects. Hopefully, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. So we got a few more news points. Uh, let's let's completely shift gears here because there's no way that I'm ever going to find a segue for this <laughs> Just, one. It's all right. It's the hard spin that wheel to the left. <laughs> we're going we're to hard spin to um to to internet assholes and mm, um, ah. to the Skyrim grandma. Skyrim grandma. So I know you guys were talking on the pre-show about this a little bit. Um, I didn't I didn't catch the conversation. Yeah. So she's so burned out, discussing? man. They burned her out. Yeah, she burned her out. Pieces of shit on the internet asking her stupid questions. She's like eighty. Yeah. She has the same problem I have. She's like worried about her fucking heart. And shit. You said she's a worried about heart. her what? She's worried about her heart and shit. <laughs> she's got she's got other problems besides the ones. She's that like I'm eighty about. years old and I'm worried about my heart. You fucking dummies are asking me stupid shit. That's what what's, they were. Um, what's most interesting about the fact that she's taking a little bit of a chill pill is that she's been doing like daily Skyrim videos for her near million follower account on YouTube. They're only getting a couple thousand views like every day. So it's a, it's a lot of effort for, for very little return. Um, uh, it's a grind, honestly, you know, maybe someone who's 80 years old doesn't want to do that daily grind necessarily, you know, right. or we're not really appreciating it a hundred percent. And a lot of the negativity though, that's coming into that account is, is more like rude or aggressive backseating. Not so much just yeah. like general internet dickheadedness. Cause that's, I think at a certain level and it's not great, please don't think that I'm saying that it's fine and we should be dealing with it. Um, but that. I think for people is easier sometimes to brush off or ignore or block or whatever. It's people that come in that are very aggressively convinced that their opinion is right about how to play a game or how someone's experience should be, or maybe even they're, they're being genuine and they're like, they want to help. They're like, I think this could be better if you did this, but doing that in a way that doesn't regard the player's own feelings about, Hey, I don't really care about being optimal. I just want to enjoy the game the way I want to play. That stuff right. was almost kind of uh, at a certain point like mentally draining to deal with because they're not mean you have to be nice you have to kind of explain where you're coming from there's a lot more work to do to kind of address that kind of constant attention i get it all the time on your place i'm always playing the game in the wrong and way compared to how somebody you're always playing there. the game suboptimally uh, uh, yes suboptimally <laughs> there's always somebody in my stream who <laughs> needs to tell me yeah you're doing it wrong man you're doing it wrong sometimes yeah, so it's helpful Sure. Yeah. But, you, but yeah, it's you make a really good point, Trip, and it's something that I never thought about is is like they're coming in to try and help a lot of the time. Sure. They're not coming yeah. in to be a dick, they're coming in to help. But it's almost exhausting to have to like re explain yourself every time about like, yeah. well, this is why I'm lost in the woods hunting inside of Red Dead Redemption right. and not <laughs> playing the storyline, right? Or, or this is why I'm walking all over Skyrim and not fast yeah, traveling. Exactly. Right? I'm trying to think of the game where it happens the most frequently with me. Did Fallout, you for sure. Fallout? Huh? I have no idea, but I'm no, just guessing. No, and I Fallout think that's a is, accurate guess. Fall, no? I told you, Fallout is the same three questions. If, unless the person's helpful and they want to join me and play with me. There's three questions. Um, why are you playing this piece of shit? It's always the first question. Um, or why are you still playing this 
piece of shit. That's always the first question. And then the other one, after they realize I give them a reason why I'm playing this piece of shit, they're like, uh, should I buy this piece of shit? <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then the last question is, can you launch a nuke? <laughs> it's always the third question is, can you launch, launch a nuke? I'm like, so no, I can't launch a fucking nuke. There's a whole process. <laughs> is that what the is that essentially what the the whole thing is about? Because I didn't know too much about this story um, until like a couple days ago when uh, I don't, I'm, I might butcher his name, but he's a YouTuber, Yang Ye, Yang Yang Yi, I believe is his name. He has like wow. a million subscribers. He he same thing. He does like you know news articles and stuff like that. But he made a apparently he made a video about it. You know, talking about people berating her and doing all you know sending all these mean comments and stuff and how she was getting tired of it and he ended up taking his video down because he didn't want to you know add more fuel to the fire and he was very respectful and just saying like you shouldn't be doing this this one but he didn't want all his people to see it and you know go and like say stuff as well and start like a reverse fight um right but yeah so is that what was going on it was just people coming in and like well i do i do want to make a little bit of a correction here we don't usually uh acknowledge people that are in our chat just because you know we have people listening that are not watching us live um but we were corrected uh by one of our viewers janie cat that apparently on twitter she reached out to an article uh posted by vg247 responding directly to the tweet saying i don't know who you are or where you get your ideas from but there was no onslaught of patronizing comments but yes i am scaling back my videos due to health most people on my channel are very nice i do wish you would delete this so it would go away mm. oh wow spread information i wanted to make sure we call this out immediately correction yeah, live on the show. Back. This is a good correction. Um, they do mention in the article, though, that she wants to scale back because of health. Mm-hmm. They do. They, they do. They, I guess they filled. I guess they filled in their own narrative to, <laughs> to state that um, internet trolls are a problem. Um, well, so are fucking. I mean, but in, 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 in itself, dude. just because that's not the reason she takes a step back, it's, it's still a topic of conversation, right? Sure. To, to yeah. say as a content creator the mental exhaustion that comes from potentially dealing with your own community. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it's why and, a lot and, of players are like, uh, you know, no backseating, no spoiling when they're playing certain games because they just, they want to kind of nip that in the bud and say, look, sure. let me just, let me just live out here. Let me vibe, you know, like I get it. I know there's probably a better way to do this. I'm not out here broadcasting as if I know. So just like we're chilling. I created a, in my discord, I created a voice channel called the backseat and I actually invited somebody in to tell me how to play the game when I was playing bloodborne. Cause I didn't know what the mm. fuck I was doing. And I was like, you know, peanut who's been on the show. Sure. I was like, yo, peanut man, come just join the backseat. I made a channel. I did it right live on the air. I made the channel like <laughs> live on the air. I was like, just join the backseat, gave him permissions and everything. He came in and he just started telling me, go here. No, you missed that door. You got to go back here. Try this, you know, all that shit. And I was very happy about it <laughs> for that game. But like there's sure. other games where I know what I'm doing because I've like played it like 70 fucking times. And then somebody comes in and they, they're trying to like game explain to me, which is yeah. just and especially like games like Skyrim, too. I mean, I feel like you can't really play that game wrong. You know, like there's really right, no. It's a huge sandbox. Yeah, like it's just like Fallout too. Like you can't really do it. Like if you want to play, however you want to play it, uh, like do that. Like I, I think I remember what it was either Locker Trip that told me, uh, Felix, that you were was it Fallout where you just went in and you were able to kill every NPC and you loved it because of that. Uh, or was Fall- that a different Vegas. game? Fallout New Vegas, and then I did it off yeah. stream. I didn't do it on stream, but Outer Worlds. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, that's what it was. Outer Worlds, because it was more recently. If, if, um, if I had actually but, streamed Outer Worlds, you guys would have seen me shooting somebody in the head over and over again, and that would be the yeah. stream. I didn't listen <laughs> yeah. to a single story quest. Like I, I would shot not, every I would character. Not. It was great. So to have to, so to have people come in and like I can definitely see how that can be. You know somewhat of an uh, of an annoyance mm-hmm. in a game like that versus you know yeah. where, where you can do kind of whatever you would please to do in a in that yeah. game yeah there's a well i don't know hopefully uh hopefully skyrim grandma you know she makes a comeback <laughs> yeah just you takes know? a take some time to relax and you know figure out her own shit not stress too much and make even better content dude like i don't want to be bothered with like editing videos you know, like why? Yeah. You know and you said I mean? she's like, eighty, right? Just eighty, yeah. right? I mean, no matter how, no matter how proficient she you might are, have it's a lot work. Put them up, maybe. Well, at this point, with that many million, you know, with yeah. million followers on YouTube, maybe she has somebody yeah. doing it. You know, it's dope um, though. I mean, in general, for reach and for visibility, somebody yes. yeah, or uh, more work towards getting gaming. Okay, so yeah. I, re- I realize this now that this is a follow-up story because we definitely talked about her. On the show, like maybe three, four years ago, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we definitely have talked about her on the show. So it's good that she's still out there doing it. Yeah. Um, A really quick news point that we wanted to to mention um, coming up this uh, next month, I should say, we're not in June yet, is No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox Game Pass um, as well as as, uh, the Windows version, right? So it's coming for Xbox and and Windows. I'll try it. Yeah. Um, maybe we can unarchive uh, the the No Man Sky chat. I don't know if that still exists in the desk. <laughs> we the should find that and post it because we like. Man, you're you're gonna hear me uh, accommodating this game very hard, and people being like, "Dude, it's a piece of shit. It's not what they <laughs> sold." And I'm like, "No, but it's great. It's space, and uh, it was rough, man. It was rough at launch, but the game is so good. I mean, so it's a huge comeback. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always good to see uh, Gathalian." It's always good yeah. to see Gathalian talk because he just talks with what's his name? Is it? It's uh, what's the Murray. guy's first name? Sean. Sean Murray. Uh-huh. I was thinking Steve Murray for some reason. Um, they always go back and forth because Gathalian's a huge fan of the game, um, and I've always wanted to play it. I just never ended up purchasing it. So the yeah. fact that I have you know the the Game Pass for for Dude, PC, I went. I'm excited. I went deep for a couple of weeks playing the game. I still kind of pop in every once in a while. I, I am currently working on a gigantic city planet in this game, in my file where I like, I found this beautiful planet with like blue grass and like pretty chill pink skies and like a really, really nice sunset and skybox and everything. There's burning hot rain every once in a while. Not great, but it's fine, but it's got a bunch of mesas that come up out of the ground. And I started interconnecting them with gigantic fucking highways. So mm. much so it doesn't even load entirely. If you pop in and like, because I have to make a big network of bases to be able to cover all this this ground because they're all going bigger than the actual base footprint. It's just this massive like industrial project. And I want to like make a giant planet where everyone can kind of hop in in the EG community if they want eventually and mm. like land, chill, drive around, literally make highways on this place, have races if they want to. Uh, Sounds good to me. Cool. And now it's, that it's coming on uh, Game Pass, this is kind of more of a reality to get more people and it's, involved. Uh, cross For sure. No. It's not it is. I don't think it's not cross-play. Mm, I don't um, think so. Just I don't even think well, it's cross-save. I think it's very separate in terms of it. If it's Game Pass, though, can't you still... Isn't that like the Xbox play anywhere where you can play with people that's on Xbox? Because like Sea of Thieves, 
yeah. is you can play with people. You can play against people on Xbox. The enemy play with them on PC, and that, that's there. how it works in State of Decay too. Yeah, I might not be able to play with uh, with the same people since I'm on the Steam servers with it. Oh so uh, yeah, figure out too. But all the planets exist, so as long as I just get the coordinates to people, they can route their way there and find it. So we'll that's see. That's a good question. I wonder. Yeah, yeah uh, have to Neo see. says it's it, only Xbox okay. published games. Uh, yeah, okay. this, in the article in, itself, in it says the one of the last um, sentences says there's no word on crossplay between the Windows PC version and the existing Steam version of the game. Yeah, right. So More I guess we'll have to sure. we'll have to see. Um, I, I would be surprised if if it doesn't happen at the the launch. If it doesn't happen at some point, it's just you know, we're at the point now where it's a normal thing, right? We're we're not at the point that crossplay is not a thing. Um, you know, there's plenty of games that are currently doing it. So not not uh if it's it's when exactly um the the last thing we wanted to bring up which is not surprising but it it is definitely worth noting um and discussing a little bit is that blizzcon 2020 has officially been canceled um yeah thank you thank you coronavirus um it's a hugely popular event it sells out year after year after year uh the article um states that 40,000 people went in 2018, which is an absurd amount of people. Um, a little bit over the 25-person max that's allowed for gatherings in Philadelphia right now. So um, it's, not, it's not surprising that, um, that they've decided to, to cancel it. Wait, it would have been um, in Philly or... No, no, no. I'm just saying. I mean, if it happened, but now it's not happening. Where yeah. do they normally host it? Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim. Is that Anaheim? Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, it, you know, Blizzard's in an interesting spot right now for where they're at with their content. We know Overwatch 2 is coming out in the, in the near future, right? Um, they had the resurgence with World of Warcraft, with the, the classic version of WoW. Um, we're, we're nearing something with Diablo, hopefully, in the Diablo near future. Mobile. Um, Diablo Mobile, just a little <laughs> mobile Blizzard game. Um, so it, I'm curious. I don't know if the article states if they're going to do a live stream instead, um, or if they're just canceling BlizzCon altogether. Um, I would imagine that they'll do some type of presentation. They'd be silly not to. Um, but it's just another another X that coronavirus has has caused for for the gaming industry for for this year. Um, I, I read an interesting article uh, is segueing with coronavirus and how much mobile traffic has spiked um, due to coronavirus in terms of downloads and how much like mobile gaming was already the number one platform and it's like tripled since this has That's started. Wild. Yeah, um, but it's crazy to actually hear the numbers. I, I forget the actual number, but it was something like 1.5 billion downloads for yeah. mobile games since this has all started. Um, I could probably find it pretty quickly, but um, it, when when you put that into comparison to the games that we probably want as console gamers and PC gamers, you have to think as a developer where you're going to shift your focus, right? Like where you can ultimately make the most money, which is which is with mobile games, right? Yeah. Um, so um, it was a 53% jump in U.S. mobile usage um, and a 75% increase in mobile gaming usage 
that was found across um, the, all of the different carriers. Um, but there was there was a number for downloads that I, I'll, I'd have to try and find. But I'm almost positive it was something in the billions in terms yeah. of how many no, games I, have been downloaded. It, it which is, um, so it, time on your phone's right there. <laughs> done this. I'd be lying to say that I haven't spent a lot of time playing mobile games. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be Clash honest, Royale. Right? Dude, I'm still playing Clash Royale, dude. <laughs> That's why Clash, Clash Royale has been le- has been. Um, I don't think I've actually talked about this. This is funny. It's a good game. Clash, Clash Royale, dude. I play so much Clash Royale. You have no idea. Um, so they started doing a seasonal model like um, a while ago. At this point, where you do, it's like five bucks for like. Uh, two months I think their seasons run or a little bit over two months and it's five dollars for the season um, and there's essentially a track there's a seasonal track just like there is in Destiny just like there's yep. in Fortnite every like game. a battle pass um, type there's a, there's a free track and then there's the paid track and um, the the reason why I pay for it each month is because they do um, <laughs> or once every however many months I pay for it um, which is crazy because I don't buy apps the only app I've ever bought is Dark Sky in, in terms yep. of, of iOS apps, I've never, I, I don't buy apps and I fucking pay semi regularly for this, which is fucking mind boggling to me, but, um, is because they have a perk in there where you have unlimited tries at challenges. So normally a challenge is three losses and then you're out of the challenge. But when you buy this pass, you could get unlimited tries. And I tried one time not to pay for it one month and I got so frustrated that I couldn't keep playing the challenge that I just, that I just I just bought it. <laughs> and all I can think of every time I log in is God damn you carrot for even mentioning this to me because if carrot didn't bring up this goddamn mobile game. Wow, dude. Now, you know how it. I feel lock with uh, the fall first. I don't think I can ever play fall 76 without it. I can't. Sure. But th- yeah, but that's like, that's a, it's you a know, money. for a fucking triple a game. Yeah. I'm playing a fucking tower defense game on, I know. <laughs> that would be a, is that technically a AAA mobile game? Is that is that a thing? I mean, maybe. That, Supercell, like... Supercell is probably one of the yeah, yeah. bigger mobile developers. <laughs> if you wanted it, um, I guess it AAA would be. Mobile. You know, new um, Yeah, but um, just switching back to, to Blizzard, you know, I. I, I I really do hope that they can come up with something because there's always hype around BlizzCon, right? Like I'm yeah, a huge, sure. I'm a, I'm a Blizzard, I'm a fan of the games that Blizzard makes, whether I play them all or not. Um, you know, the, it, it's a huge developer. Um, we do have Overwatch two coming out, like I mentioned. So there's a lot of hype around what is that going to look like. It's a lot of ambiguity around what is Overwatch two going to do to the existing Overwatch community. I mean, Diablo um, four as well. Sure. Supposed to be right. Comic. Uh, Diablo three was an awful release. So let's hope Diablo four does not, does not follow suit. Um, and we have a lot of guys in, in the discord, um, that, that play overwatch pretty regularly, right? Um, diamond being one of them. Um, so I'm interested to see more information come out around overwatch too. Um, so hopefully we get some kind of live stream from them, even though, uh, they're sure. personally oh, to be canceled. Everyone's, everyone's been ready, I think for a couple months to pivot into this kind of virtual space. And all they had to do was, you know, watch the data, make the decision and then say, yes, all these things are happening. Let's, let's ramp it up. So I feel like we're definitely going to get yeah. some kind of digital experience the way everyone else is trying to curate their own digital experience on blizzards uh their official like the tweet that they sent out with their official update because uh, i wanted to look that up to see if they mentioned anything uh they said we're talking about how we might be able to channel the blizzcon spirit and connect with you in some way online mm, so yeah 
looks like they're thinking about it, but obviously I know they did. They also said in here though, that they are uh, staging some type of event for next year uh, for like early next year. Once all this stuff okay. kind of subsides. Um, so I don't know if that will also mean that they have two events, if that'll be like a mini, you know, BlizzCon thing or what, but they did say that as well. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out long term, yeah. right? Like when, I mean, normalcy is going to feel very strange for a long time, but in terms of conventions and, and things of that nature, um, it'll be interesting to see when we, when companies start making the decision that now is, is safe. Like, you know, this month, this date is, is, is okay to, to yeah. shove 40,000 stinky gamers into a <laughs> stadium. You see all those tweets, man, when those uh, events come around, where deodorant, where deodorant, where deodorant, blah, blah, blah. Remember people um, fucking smell. Yeah. Put deodorant, wash your goddamn body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that hits all of the news points. Was there anything else you guys wanted to, to unpack? We're bumping my game. Is that what we're doing? What? What are we bumping? We got one more? Uh, oh, we got some fallout noise. We got some, sorry. Did you say fallout uh, noise? Did you say fallout noise? Uh, yeah. Things are being yeah. non-essential in these, uh, in these past it's months. It's non-essential. It's, I, didn't, I didn't care about it so much, but I, looked but I up didn't the click on the link to open it in my web browser. Okay. So I, I dropped it in here because I, I saw that it was Fallout 76 and it was an event and the people that play this game are excited about this event and they loved it last year. And I was like, oh, this seems I don't know anything about this. I'd love Felix's insight on some of this. And it turns out that their uh, Fastnacht event, their Fastnacht raid yeah. had to get canceled because one of the early intro quests required you getting some uh, presumably very easy to get like animal materials, but yeah, due to yeah. some other update in the game, there uh, there is a bug that makes these animals spawn less, so people were not able to actually complete the objectives to get this parade event started for themselves and for their characters to get the items. Yeah, there's so, irradiated squirrels and irradiated um, uh, possums that can spawn. There's some, probably some other small game that can spawn as well that I'm not remembering right now. Um, and I have been getting... The materials for this, I don't, I think it's a, 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 a it's a, um, it, they're intestines, right? Yes. I've been getting these for months from these one animals. Of, yes. One of the things you have to do is uh, fill a butcher's icebox with these animal intestines. Right. That's so, what people can't do. That's the step that they can't complete because of spawn times. Well, <laughs> dude, dude, I've been getting them. I, they're probably something that degrades. And eventually be spoils. I, I, uh, so you probably have a trillion in your in your I, goddamn. No, for, because I've been fucking selling them. them. I didn't know what they uh, were for. Oh well, now you're fucked. <laughs> I've sold. I've gotten intestines constantly, and I've been selling them, but I didn't know what they were for. I, yeah. I, you know, so I never. Uh, I didn't get a chance to compete in that event last year because I wasn't playing the game. I had the yeah. game, but I wasn't playing it when it happened. And I right. was gonna go in the other day. We were in there, me and Splorence were in there getting ready to go in and do it. And I looked on the map and the, the icon wasn't there. Like, I st- it, yeah. there's a town called Helvetia, which is the the place you go for it. And it, it very much seems, when you go to the town, like it's a, um, what's the German beer festival? What do they call that? Oktoberfest. Yeah, it right? very much right. feels like an the town feels like an Oktoberfest type town. And mm-hmm. when you go in there, there's, there's like a big hall that's very similar to an Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest type town. Um, so I've always wanted to try it, but I haven't had a chance to do that. 
Well, it'll come back. This is a, they're going to reschedule this once they have a fix and they're ready to go. And this is a, uh, apparently a top priority for them. One of the oh. just wrote. So don't worry, Felix, you're going to get your, uh, Good old, hopefully we're playing the Good game. Old when community it managers. Oh, you can't, you're gonna, <laughs> they have been putting a lot of, since Wastelanders came out, they've had a lot of active communication and they've been trying to patch things as quick as they can. Um, it's, I feel like that's a story with every game developer. I yeah. haven't experienced. I personally Should honestly be afraid of a lot of communication. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Destiny is an example of a lot of communication where. No, but I, I haven't experienced trouble. a single of the new Wastelanders content. None of the quests have bugged on me yet. Uh, I'm not through them all, but none of them right. have bugged on me yet. Now that you said that out loud, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Something. Happen. You're also not installing, you know. 18 mods like you were on fallout 4 right, and having right, to figure right, out the right. mod order you know so but yeah the game performs much better than it ever did and you know we got like a small little community of people um over in my realm that that play it and it's fun um and i still stream it periodically i think this week coming up though i'm going to be streaming the new mortal Kombat dlc stuff so just to see what it's about nice very cool nice um now is is that it, Felix? Or is that's there it. Yeah, there's I, nothing else. Is yeah. I skip over anything else? You, know, you didn't I, bump me. Thank God. How, da- how dare I miss that is, miracle? We had to fit the intestines in there. Is there something that um, that I could bring up? I know I don't know. I don't want to push Please it too do. far. If we have you know short amount of time or anything, I don't want to you know, go over. But it's a pretty short story. I forgot to tag it and add it in the chat. I'll put it in here now um, in the Discord just so you guys can see it. But. Uh, I don't know how many of you are into racing or into, you know, Formula One, Formula E, those type of racing and stuff like that. Uh, but a lot of uh, races have been doing online stuff. So like NASCAR, IndyCar, they've been doing online races, we bringing people in. We mentioned this in a previous episode, but yeah. it was like for five minutes. But Yeah, yeah. So this, this is another like real quick story. But um, so the Formula E, which is essentially uh, the Formula Series for electric cars. They're all electric cars, you know. A lot of big name teams, um, Audi, Porsche, uh, Jaguar, a lot of big name teams, uh, a lot of big money into the into the sport as well. Uh, they followed suit and they had an online race uh, where they had professional drivers, celebrities and stuff come in, you know, do the race and all the proceeds were going to charity to, you know, support COVID relief or do, you know, some type of thing. Um, and the article is essentially a driver's name is Daniel Apt. He's a German driver who drives for Audi's factory team in Formula E. He was one of the drivers that was supposed to compete in this, you know, for fun charity race. And instead of competing, he hired a professional sim racing driver to race for him instead. <laughs> and the, the wow. driver got third place and people got suspicious because the there's a there's a big not a big difference, but there, there is a difference between, you know, pro driving and then simulator driving. And a lot of these, like, you know, sim racers are actually better than some pros in the game because the physics are different. You know, it's not the same as, sure, yeah. you know, an actual yeah. race. Um, so people were skeptical because they knew they had qualifying sessions and practice sessions, and he was nowhere near as fast as mm, he was in the race. And his camera was off the whole time. But they oh, even went to lengths of putting the guy that he hired in his, like, Audi uniform and everything and sitting in the chair and when the camera did come on no, they had like God. the mic stand like right in his face so you couldn't see his face but he had all oh, the wow. dude same gear on that he would like normally like all the audi sponsors <laughs> and yeah yeah wow. um, so i thought it was just a funny article because he got caught 
And when he got caught, he yeah. also got kicked off of his team. So he is no longer a driver, mm. like a real driver. Yeah, he had Audi wow. dropped him yeah. from the team. He is no longer a Formula E driver um, anymore. So he is out of job because he hired. Uh, and it was for charity online gear. And it, yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't yeah. like he was earning this money or doing anything. Like it was all look like an asshole, for dude. fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pride. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so out there every also, day looking like an asshole. Mm, I love. He it. was not your shtick, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was forced to pay almost nine thousand pounds. Mm. Um, disqualified from the next race, and all of his points from the series was have been wiped. So I wonder how much he paid this this online gamer. Certainly, I I don't think anywhere near nine thousand pounds. Yeah. He would have yeah, fired. Seriously. Him. I mean, the funny um, thing is that that's like like pocket change to him you know which is kind of crazy you know like you would but at the same time he also lost his job so (laughs) (laughs) i love the description in the article it says absolutely brazen cheating (laughs) putting the gamer in your outfit and hiding your face behind a microphone that's brazen yeah, that is, yeah, right, right. Like just turning the camera off and refusing to turn it on yeah. is, is one thing, but then That's, knowing yeah. that they're going to turn it on and you're going to have to like somehow stunt, figure stunt it out double yourself. Yeah. Right. Or like, just like drive to this person's house if you're a right. celebrity and then sit right. in a chair. I don't know if that oh was, was so too much complicated. work. Just, just play just, video games for charity, bro. I posted oh, the image. Yeah, there's, the, there's the screenshot. And, and, well, oh, yeah, so you'd that, have no idea. You'd have no idea who it was. And yeah, it's, that's so, hilarious. I thought that was funny. Um, I didn't know if any of you were into racing too much, but being a, a big fan of I it. I mean, I've, was, yeah, I mean, I've, I found it super interesting to see how they've pivoted to the online presence. Yeah. I think they've done an incredible job of figuring out how to keep their seasons and their fan base entertained by switching to the the simulation front with with online it's been super interesting to watch the i racing stuff yeah um so i didn't i didn't see this article it's 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 really funny at the end of the day though when all this blows over this dude will pick up a new sponsor like if he's that good of a driver most likely yeah you know like if he's that talented like everyone will be like i remember that dude cheated online ah fuck it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, be driving for Mercedes, you know, yeah. or something. A lot of people are. Oh, sorry, yeah, got feel. Now I was just gonna say, I bought mm-hmm. a racing game recently. Oh, what'd you get? I bought Wreckfest. You guys oh, know anything about Wreckfest? Yeah. yeah, I know Wreckfest is. Yeah, I know yeah. So Wreckfest Wreck is a uh, not just a demolition derby simulator, but it has one game mode is demolition derby. But it has it's fully customizable cars, but they're all demolition derby cars and hogs and all kinds of crazy stuff um and then but there's also uh, a series of racing tracks as well um mm. you do a full full demolition derby circuit it's pretty cool the physics of it are awesome too like the physics like yeah 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 it's, it's annihilated it's, when it's you soft body <laughs> physics so yeah. and you can turn it up all the way so like when cars hit they hit and break like real cars it's amazing oh really oh yeah it's so good i never heard of it is yeah. it new uh, yeah, it came out. Um, originally, it was called um, what? New Car Game? Isn't that what it was called? I'm not sure. I've only noticed yeah. it since it was Wreckfest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was called like New Car Game, and the, and they had all these like demos they did online. And I've been keeping up with it for a couple of years because I love soft body physics. Like, I personally think GTA needs soft body physics. I wish, I wish it had it. Um, but like this, yeah, I've been following, watching these demos where the cars smash and they just crumble, and it's so right. cool. Um, and 
pieces fly off. It's like very, very realistic. Um, and then I heard that they renamed the game Wreckfest and uh, just. And you were sold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, one of the first games I ever played uh, on PlayStation was Demo, uh, Destruction Derby. Do you remember that one? Mm, yeah. I do. I, I love This was making me Derby. think of how badly I want a Twisted Metal remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's another game that could use soft body, surf, soft body physics. I'd love yeah, soft I know body I'm stretching physics. a little bit in terms of racing with Twisted Metal, but like, oh, dude, a modern day Twisted Metal would be so sick. Yeah. They, they, don't, even have, they don't even have to remake it. They don't even have to remake it. Did they, they remake it? They had uh, one this gen. 2012. Stop. Yeah, 20, yeah, 2012, they made it. No, so that would have been last year. This is what can't happen to Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. This is what can't happen to Tony Hawk because I didn't know that this came out. Yeah. Twisted Metal 2020. Yeah. 2012. It's a new Twisted Metal. I don't think it was a remake. It was like a console series entry. Yeah. I guess trying to revitalize it. I played it for five minutes, but it was bad. I don't know why I didn't like it. I can't remember. But I definitely played it. You remember, Locke, when I got the PS3? I remember when I bought your original. No, but I bought the red one and, and then gave you that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. When I got that red one, the God of War special, I, I bought Twisted Metal and played Oh, really? I don't play, remember you ever talking about it. I don't think I ever brought it up on the show, but I definitely played it for about a week and was bored with it. it really wasn't that good. I mean, it doesn't look, it doesn't look good no. from the screenshots that I'm looking mm-hmm. at. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what um, it was. Yeah. It's it see here's the thing, like the PS3 was in such an awkward state for some games in terms of like only some developers made do with the hardware of PS3. It was rough I mean? to develop like, for, yeah. And when you look at Twisted Metal, whoever made it, I don't know who made it, but they didn't yeah. They fell on the, the the one end of the not so great spectrum. Yeah, it was a, I bought that game around the time when I bought um, uh, what was that game? It was called uh, T- Tokyo Jungle. Yeah, I played Tokyo Jungle a couple weeks ago. Dude, yeah, I, I love Tokyo Jungle, man. I, I had this comparison. I was like, I bought Twisted Metal, and I was like, and then I was it was Tokyo Jungle, and I just kept playing Tokyo Jungle because it was amazing. Yeah, uh, if anyone doesn't know, like, they're, if, literally, they're literally not they're at all the same alike. video game. But if no. any anyone doesn't know that game, uh, it's really cool. You, it's the super future, and all humanity's gone, and all that's left in Tokyo are animals. And you just play through uh, throughout this entire playthrough of a story, a, a very elaborate story. You play different animals on this journey. Like it's mm. it's fucking great, but it's it, like you have to survive as long as you possibly can using one animal type, and then like gain points, and then like upgrade your animal. Yep, you like, like kind of like walk through all of your yeah, you do. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you you pick a new animal, and then that animal will like you'll find a mate, and you'll kill their animals, and you'll have children, and try to get as far as you can in the next generation for for points and survival. It's a very <laughs> very Japanese game. It's yeah. Japanese as fuck. I love it. Um. We're for, so far off all, the rails yeah, for all of you. Yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah. before I, before I bring it in, um, t- a twisted metal, the, the reboot was made by eat, sleep, play mm. twisted metal reboot was the last game that they made for console. <laughs> and now they're an iOS developer. So <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> we call well, that AAA mobile games. We call that now a they, pivot. Now they're making AAA mobile games, even though I've never heard of any of them, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you for bringing that up. That's that's super interesting. I'm curious to see how this progresses. Quite honestly, 
how the scene, not only the racing scene progresses during COVID and, and the online presence that's now been amplified, but yeah. if other sports do something similar, you know, yeah. I know it can't mm-hmm. necessarily be applied to, to baseball yeah. and football and stuff like that with some of those games. Yeah. Um, I think basketball it's just a little bit different. I've definitely seen basketball players playing matches against other teams just kind of like really? by them. Yeah. I don't know if it was any kind of an official sanction thing. I'll have to look this up. We'll post about it. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll tweet. Um, but I think we may, we'll see more stuff with, with iRacing and, and this type of stuff now that, you know, yeah. the whole COVID thing is, is progressing. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, at this point, fellas, I think, I think we're going to bring it in. I um, think we should. So, uh, thank you everybody for, uh, listening to episode 253 of the Emergent Gamer podcast. This is one of your hosts, Lock and Key. You can follow me on Twitter at Lock underscore Key. Um, follow me there. As I always say, if you want to see me argue with, with a Destiny community manager, that's the <laughs> highlight of my Twitter career is trying to pick fights with people over my opinion. Um, yeah, or Triple Rec. Yeah, he at least engaged me in a conversation, even though he was wrong, but that's fine. Follow me on Twitter. Um, and if I ever decide to go live on a uh, live stream, I will tweet it out first. Um, Felix, where can we find you? Uh, Felix Hergood, uh, pretty much on everything. Felix Hergood on Mixer. Felix Hergood on Twitch. I go live to both of them at once. Um, and then Felix Hergood on uh, Twitter. I am currently playing Fallout 76, and um, uh, I don't think I'm playing Red Dead on stream. I'm just going to do Fallout 76 and Mortal Kombat on stream. So. Nice. Combat 11. I am Trip Zero TV. You guys can find me on Mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV. But because of a lot of life events and shifts and happenings and things, I don't have a definite date for a return to stream. Hoping it'll be Monday. But uh, for now, like Lock and Key, follow me on my Twitter. Uh, it's the best place to know what's going on. And that is Trip Zero TV, like everything else. Yeah. Nimbus, where can we find you, brother? Uh, and for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at it's underscore Nimbus. And then on Twitch, it's a little different. It is Nimbus underscore GG. Oh, um, make sure to, to check out Nimbus. Um, like, I, like we said earlier, he just reached affiliate. So if you have any, any extra cash laying around or any, or any, uh, or any prime subs, make sure, make sure we drop this man a sub as a new affiliate. Um, Nimbus, thank you for joining. We appreciate you taking the time um, yeah. out of your schedule to join us for an episode. Uh, thanks again, everybody for, for listening to two fifty three. We will, we will catch you next week. Later. See well, later. Hey Neo, oh you, you, it's you, so funny. Can you just do the tweet? Cause you do it better than me, dude. <laughs> can you can you do our tweet, man? Can you can you just do that? Cause you're in the chat. Or just like hop on the show since you're like here already. Thanks, thanks, Neo. <laughs> thanks, I appreciate thanks. it. I mean, we all, we could have figured it out without you, but we. I can't you. figure it out. I don't Your know what thumbs work, dude. I don't know what Stop the picture acting. should be. Oh, what the what? Should, oh, the picture. <laughs> you you you're good at. Yo, what? You're lock, good at pictures. You've watched me play first-person shooters. You know I have no thumbs. What are you fucking talking about, dude? <laughs>